I don't pay the gram. I get paid for grams. You a It's the cream of the crop. I got green, I got drop. Swear I only fought the once. But he fiend in the lot. The return of Mac Valley. Like I'm speaking the pot. Pockets on me and they heavy. I'm a fiend for the crop. Swearing and I'm daddy. I swim in the peak and a lot. Nigga steady speaking a lot. Hey, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Two Cents Later. Let me get my. Let me clear my throat. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Two Cents Later. I'm up in the clubhouse recording super early today because I got some things to do today. I start teaching my fitness classes today. It is a new, new, new week for me, y'all. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But before I get into all of that, welcome, y'all. And if you are returning, welcome back. I'm your girl, You Ready B, and this is Two Cents Later, and we are going to get into some things today, y'all, right? Right, 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 right? More applause, more applause. It's a new week, y'all. But like I was saying, today is my first day record, um, recording. Today is my first day teaching group fitness classes out here in California. And I am so excited. I actually teach in the morning and I teach at night today. And um, creating the routines were super fun. Um, just getting back in the swing of five, six, seven, eight, and one, two, three, four. Six, seven, eight. Uh, it's just, it's just my bag, y'all. Like, I love the whole fitness and just making people feel good about themselves, making people work up a sweat, and just wanting them to do it again. Like a lot of the times, like I was saying in a previous episode, the hardest part is just getting in the gym, just getting in the class. But once you're there, it's just kind of like this euphoric ass high that you just don't want to come off. And if I could be a dope dealer, baby, I'm all for that. Let me, let me, let me distribute some of that dope shit for you. You feel me? That's that's all I'm here for. So I'm teaching a core class. I'm teaching a um, upper body class. I'm teaching a class that pretty much you do like 30 workouts in 30 minutes. And I'm also, which is like a hit hit class. Um, for those of you who don't know what hit is, is high intensity interval training. Um, so it's a time, anything that's timed pretty much will be considered, um, a hit workout with that high intensity included, right? And I'm also teaching, uh, a dance class. So like, um, it's like a dance party. It's, you know, it's not really Zumba, but it's still going to give everybody the workout that they need. Okay. So I'm super elated to be doing that. Uh, it's it's going to be weird because I was only teaching at one gym before. Now I'm teaching at multiple gyms and you're going to get different crowds. Maybe I'll see some people from, who knows, traveling from one spot to the next. I'm just super excited to be back in that whole realm of work, getting paid to work out and give people a good time. Like, who could beat that? Right? And, 
It's easy, easy shmoney, easy shmoney. So, um, uh, but what I also love about it is that it also forces me to work out and keeps me on a schedule as well. Um, so it will make sure that everything about me, like once I'm teaching a core class, my core going to be right and tight where it needs to be. I'm like, that's just one. That's what, I, that's the selfish part about why I'm excited about doing this. It's just more about like, damn, like I'm really about to be right and tight the way I need to be right and tight, you know? So y'all, this pandemic, I don't know if it's just me, but like I need to find a really good hand cream because I wash my hands so much, especially like doing Instacart and stuff like that, that my, in the gym and all that stuff, the kids, I'm just, my hands have just been so dry lately. It's just like driving, it's driving me crazy. But, um, yeah, um, just being able to keep myself right and tight too is the best part about teaching group fitness classes. So that's going to be exciting this morning. Um, I have to be there in about like two hours. So we're going to do the pod. And then after that, head over to the gym and do my thug dizzle. You feel me? But I did want to talk to y'all this morning about, um, I seen a meme yesterday and my friend D sent it in the group chat about like, um, there's no hot girl summer for those 30 and up. Go sit, go have your mimosas and sit your ass in the house, auntie. You feel me? Um, and at first I was like, nah, that's not me. I'm not, I'm not sitting in the house. I'm still having my hot girl summer. I'm still having my hot girl summer. But as you could hear from my voice, right? I don't think I want a hot girl summer. I'm a, I'm a, not that kind of hot girl summer. Mm-mm. I, I don't really know if I'm digging. I, I might be tapped out from the club, the club scene, y'all. Like. It might be a dub for me. I I don't think that I'm going to really be doing that too much this summer because uh, I don't know. It just after a while, it just becomes like the crowd that you're in. You're watching a bunch of people who are just you look a lot of people just look single as hell and look, look. Looking look, look, looky as hell like you looking googly eye as hell like on the prowl. For, for real, like, it's, like, in your fucking eyes, and it's just kind of, like, mad uncomfortable, and it's, like, I almost hate that for y'all, and it's just, like, why can't we just be out having a good fucking time, and I get, and it's almost, like, I almost understand why people are, like, oh, like, why are you here, why, why, like, if you're single, if you're single or whatever, but me and my homegirls just want to have a good time, like, nobody's out here just, like, trying to, like, get niggas or, like, just seeing like, hey, what's up with you? Or take somebody home. What the fuck? Like, that's not everybody's bag. Like, I think a lot of people just really do go out to enjoy themselves, to have a drink, hear some music, catch a vibe, and not look being the whole like, na 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 like in the fucking piranha waters, you know? So, uh, it, it, it's just exhausting. And then the people who just like, do too fucking much, like, I'm just, like, watching people spill shit everywhere, and that becomes fucking tiring. Like, I just ain't paid $400 for these fucking ones. Like, I I, I just, mm, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't really dig it as much as I thought I, I thought I did. And I feel like the spot that I went to last night, when I went, it was the, it was dying down the first time I went. So this time when I went, it was packed in there. I ain't even gonna fucking lie. Like it was fucking packed. Like 
wasn't taking that shit. Like, people just talking, like, just feeling like, because I'm at this place, I want, like, you have to talk to me, or you have, like, and it's like, okay, say what you gotta say, but once you peep game that the person has no interest in what the fuck you're talking about, like, move around, like, just move the fuck around, like, and then it's like, especially out here, you know, like, everybody has to convince you about what the fuck you're, what they're doing, how they're doing it, how long they've been doing it, where they come from, everybody's in a competition on how long they lived in LA, and it's just given, like, oh my god, stop fucking lying. And shut the fuck up, because I don't give a fuck. Like, I truly don't give a fuck. And it's so funny, because me and Zuli were out, and the guy was, like, talking to her about some plant shit that he does. And um, he was, like, trying to explain it to me. And I overhear him, like, she doesn't fucking care. And I'm glad he knew. First of all, me and Zuli were off of way too many edibles. That way too many edibles, way too many fucking edibles, and it was just like, bitch, don't kill my vibe, bitch, don't kill my vibe, and that's exactly what the fuck it was given. Like you're killing my fucking vibe, talking about this shit that I don't give a fuck about, and it's just kind of like, uh, like, uh, can't you just have a good time? And then it was kind of like he was like plotting his way like by us, like, and it's just like, yo, like. I don't want nobody to think we're with you. Like, and then it was another, like, uh, girl that was doing the same thing. And I was just like, I don't want nobody to think I'm with you. Like, I don't know. It's like people do this weird, like, it's like this weird, like, floating that they do. It's like, it's almost like a, um, like a vulture. You see the vulture, like, they, like, slowly land, fly over, fly over. Then they plot their feet down. Then they're checking their surroundings. Let me see. Let me see what's going on around here. Let's see. Let me see what's going on around here. Um, and as they're doing that, as they're doing that, they're picking over, picking over, seeing, seeing what's over here. Okay, what's over here? Uh, is it safe for me to go over there? Oh, uh, maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Um, uh, uh, let's see. Let me hop over here a little bit. Let me just pick over. Let me do a little peck. All right. Nah, that's not. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. Um. Let me um let me let me just hop over a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more. Over here, over here. Finally, boom. Let me land over here. Now I'm picking. Now I'm picking. I'm picking. Go away. Go away. Fly away, little birdie. Fly the fuck away. Fly the fuck away. Like it's just like a weird fucking dance that I'm just so like. Oh, we have to fucking do this. Like, do we have to fucking do this? Like, do we have to? So, I don't really know. I don't really know. And just the crowd, like, and it's like, I have no problems. I think maybe also, too, I just maybe wasn't in the mood to go out, but I wanted to go out at the same time. And then, Zuli had us taking fucking death shots of tequila in the car, and I need to leave the fucking tequila alone. I don't know. I might go on a little, like, month break of fucking alcohol, because... 
or at least like hard fucking liquor. Like I might do a glass of wine, maybe. But y'all know me. I'm not really a wine drink. I am a wine drinker, but more of a champagne drinker. Like I love me a good glass of champagne. And that sounds fucking crazy, but I was on the phone with my other friend Suli, and um, she was like, "What are you doing right now?" I was like, "Um, having a glass of champagne with some ramen noodles." And she's just like, "Yo, like." Can I live your life for a second? Like, it's about the balance, y'all. Ramen and ramen and champagne, and that's literally a prime example of about how you have fucking balance in your life. But this week, I, I recorded an episode. I didn't really like it too much. I was like, you know what? Let me get back and record it. So this episode might come out a little later on a Monday, but it's still going to come out. We're still putting that shit out, though. It's still coming out. But this week was a lot. Like, my daughter graduated from... Um, from kindergarten and it was her birthday. She graduated on Thursday and it was her birthday on Saturday. I can't believe I had my first baby six years ago. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, but I always say like with my baby boo, Kalani, she was kind of meant to be like, um, so June 4th, was her due date, like, and that's kind of, like, really not normal for babies to be born on their fucking due date. It's kind of like a guesstimate, you know? So, but June 4th was also the first day that me and my man went on our first date, and that was supposed to be our wedding day and all of that good stuff, and um, when, as we were planning everything, I find out that I'm pregnant. And so we go to the doctor, and she's like, your due date is June 4th. And we're like, oh, my God, that's so ironic. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds? What are the odds, right? And so long story short, Shorty stayed in there until her actual due date, June 4th. When I mean, like, that day, I was so over being pregnant. Like, Kalani was a big-ass baby. Like, 8 pounds, 10 ounces, 22 and a half inches long. And she stayed in there. And when I mean, like, Shorty was long. And if y'all know me, I'm a very small person. So, like, I always just feel like my babies were too big for my body. And her especially. So that day, I pretty much had, like, convinced myself, like, I'm going to be pregnant forever. Because the doctor kept telling me, like, oh, she's going to come early. She's going to come early. She's going to come early. I think that's the worst thing a doctor can do is, like, tell you that the baby is going to come early or just kind of really, I think you should just stick with the due date and just, like, go from there. Like, and until, like, there's actual, like, centimeters dilation proving that you're going to be earlier than what you expect, right? So, I was convinced, like, I'm not... I'm not having this baby. Like, she's just going to stay in here for, like, probably 11 months or some shit like that. So, that day, I was, like, kind of, like over stressing myself out about it because I'm somebody that doesn't personally like being pregnant. I'm not, I'm not here to shock you. Oh, don't like being pregnant. I love my kids. I love what comes from pregnancy. However, I don't love actually being pregnant. It's a lot on the fucking body. You're damn near pregnant for a year. There's phases of how bad it is. Like with the twins, I had a, like, I was nauseous the entire time. Like I threw up the entire, I had nausea the 90 up until I had nausea up until like 26 weeks with them. It stopped for like maybe three weeks and then it picked. Picked right back up at the end. Hold up. 
it picked right back up with them at the end, right? So, um, I, I, I don't, I don't really fuck with that. Kalani, I was fat as hell, big as hell, uncomfortable as hell. Couldn't stop eating. Couldn't stop crying. Couldn't stop. It just was a fucking lot. Like I would go to the deli every morning. I was like, can I get a bacon, egg and cheese sandwich with provolone cheese with mayo and mustard on a roll? And he would be like, is that good? And I'm like, motherfucker, if I'm here eating it every motherfucking day, what the fuck do you think? Of course it's good. At least to me, bitch, like. My heart burned with her. Both with all of them was terrible. Like, and it, it, I think it, I don't care. I do believe it's true because, well, nah, nah, the twins had hair too. But Kalani was hairy as hell and her heart burned. Like, I literally had to drink like fucking milkshakes every day to, I didn't have to drink milkshakes, but you know, <laughs> I was drinking milkshakes every day to fucking suppress that heartburn. But that's also why I got fat as hell with her. But that day I got I went to McDonald's on on Five Corners. If anybody knows the Newburgh area in New York, I went to the the got me a hotcakes with sausage. Had that, bust that down. Then went over to my favorite little nail spot, and um, y'all know where the Distinta is. They have a nail shop in there that I fucking adore them in there. So I went over there, got my nails done, got a spa pedicure, and I was like, can you like double it up, like whatever you got to do to like make it longer. Like I'm here, like I'm here forever. And I really do think that that's what um, induced me into going into labor is her doing that spa pedicure for so long. But I didn't know that in the beginning. Like, I wasn't really somebody who was looking at things to, like, induce my labor or make it go faster or anything like that. Um, Besides shit, like, the things that you eat, like um, hot wings or pineapples or things like that, which was all a crock of shit and didn't work. Um so I um did the spa pedicure for a while and then I went to go like meet my man at his job to come pick him up from work so we can go to Tony Baffa's another spot in New York um upstate in Middletown shout out to Tony Baffa's dumb good um so we went to Tony Baffa's we had dinner I had a shrimp parm and but when I went to when I went to drive to him I was feeling contractions and I wasn't paying him any mind because I was having a lot of Braxton Hicks and I also convinced myself like I'm I'm not going there and then turning me around because I'm gonna want to fight like that's just me I'm gonna want to fight plain and simple so and plus where my doctor at the time I had a doctor who was in private who was a private practice doctor so she had a contract with a hospital that I lived in Middletown at the time, which was a little further upstate, and her her um, office was in Suffern, which was right before the bridge, before you get into New York City. So um, it was like a 40-minute 40, 40 drive, and I'm not driving 40 minutes for you to turn me the fuck around, and everybody in here getting cursed out. So I was feeling the contractions. Even at dinner, I was feeling them. But after dinner, yo, them shits was hit ting, hit ting. I'm still, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I will still, like, pretend like I'm not really feeling them. I'll be like, ah, oh, it's not. Like, oh, it's bad, but I don't know. I don't really, don't pay me no mind. So it was getting so bad that he called the doctor and was just like, she's having contractions, but she doesn't want to go to the doctor. She doesn't want to go to the hospital. 
So we drive back to the house. I'm like, I just need to take a shower. I just need to take a shower. I'm in the shower, bitch, on the fucking floor. <laughs> like, get this baby out of me. <laughs> Them contractions started hitting like the fucking devil knocking at the door himself. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. Them shits was no fucking joke. Oh, my God. Them shits was no fucking joke. So I'm on the floor with my big ass in the shower just sitting there bawling, crying like, they're going to turn me around. What if this isn't real? What if this isn't real? Please let it be real. Yo, crying, crying, crying. He comes in there. Mind you, I'm in the dark in the shower with just a candle on. Like, nauseous, like, starting to throw up, like, all that shit. And so, and so, um... He's like, the doctor's like, oh, once she start timing them, like, telling him, like, time them, don't, like, pay her no mind. Mind you, my doctor at the time has known me since I was, like, a child. So she's kind of like an aunt in a sense where she knows me and knows my stubbornness and is, like, telling him, like, you do, you do this. Like, pay her no mind. I need you to do this. Like, I'm not giving her no directions right now. She's not paying that shit no fucking mind. So... We get in the car. He's like, I'm putting you in the car once they're six minutes away. So we get in the car, and as we're driving, the driving is making the contractions happen more. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Keep driving. Keep driving. So we get to the drive-in. The shit's is killing me, killing me, killing me, killing me. He's yelling at me because I don't got a seatbelt on. I'm like, fuck that seatbelt. You want me to fucking, like... Like, I can't handle this pain. Like, I can't just sit here with this fucking seatbelt on with this belly, and these shits is just like... Is contractions like people be like? Oh, I don't know if I'm having contractions, bitch. When you you'll fucking, I'm telling you, you'll know. You fucking know. Like there's no denying it. There's no fucking denying it. The a contraction is literally your body pulling the baby out of you. Like it's literally the force that is helping the baby pull down from your from your uterus. So we get to the hospital. And then we get, it's late too. It's like 1130. I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm calling my parents. letting them know I'm on my way there, blah, blah, blah. And so we get there and I got this nurse and anybody who's had a baby, you know, they'll check your cervix. But this lady had the tiniest fucking hands and she's like in there just trying to dig up in my cervix, dig up. I'm like, yo, can I get somebody with bigger fingers? Like, I need somebody with bigger fucking fingers to come and do this shit because this lady with her little major fingers ain't helping shit. She's like, mm, it's about a fingertip. Your fingertip and a normal fingertip are two different things, bitch. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. I said what I said. Um, and I need you to go get me another doctor. So, um... Because of how bad the contractions were, they weren't trying to send me home. So I ended up staying, but I was in labor for dumb long. Like, it took from 11 o'clock at night till 3 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> the next day for this little girl to get up out my body. On top of that, when I kept telling the doctor, like, I think she needs to come out. I think she needs to come out. Kalani pooped inside, like, Sorry, TMI, but the, she pooped while she was inside me, which means that she was ready to come out. So now they have to flush her, flush her, flush her, flush her. She's so big in my body that her big ass is laying on her fucking umbilical cord, cutting off her circulation. So they have to keep flipping me from side to side, side to side, side to side, side to side, side to side to 
get her up all for herself. They give me the epidural way earlier. Mind you, remember, this is a long-ass time difference, right? So they give they give me the epidural, and um, it starts to wear off. And you can, there's a monitor before I'm watching my contractions. Like, oh, I'm, I can see my contractions, but I don't feel them. <laughs> Bitch, I started to feel them. And I'm talking to my other friends. Like, they had a button where they could keep pressing the fucking morphine or whatever the case you or epidural shit, whatever. I never had that shit. So I got an epidural for nothing. Ended up pretty uh, damn near having a natural fucking birth. There, by the time it, um, I was five centimeters dilated, and they were like, if she doesn't, if she doesn't, um, if you don't dilate it anymore within an hour, we're going to have to have a C-section. With Kalani, I just knew I wasn't going to have a C-section. Like, I just knew it. Like, from, like, in a matter of, like, 30 minutes, shorty, yo, I dilated five centimeters to 10 centimeters, started pushing. They was like, uh, she, she, she's getting upset. Like, you got to push, breathe, stop, then push, push. Breathe, stop, then push. Push, breathe, stop, then push. So Miss Prima Donna finally decided to make her arrival. When they pulled that long-ass baby on me, I'm like, I told you it was too big for my body. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when I mean that little girl has changed my life for the better, like, she done saved a lot of y'all from a lot of fucking ass whippings. I tell you fucking that. <laughs> she done saved me from being behind bars for fucking sure because she is calm me down a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot temper wise just realizing what's important and just not like letting things get to the best of me I definitely think she has helped me with for sure so uh it was so special this year to actually see her not only have her birthday but graduate from kindergarten and not only just any kindergarten like my baby did a dual language program she's super fluent in spanish like she understands a lot of spanish for her age um and she loves it she just loves school she's a great reader she's doing well in math and she's just a fucking star yo like all like just got all the awards this year just did it fucking all always got the praises at the school the I love that they know how involved we are in her education and how much we care about her doing well in school and how much we care about her excelling in the dual language program so it was just beautiful to see we ended up taking her to um to Billy B's for her birthday she wanted first of all she said that she wanted Starbucks in the morning so she ended up I got her Starbucks went and got her some balloons from Party City um and then we went to Billy B's and she wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory after she loves cheese and she loves cake so that's why she said she wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory do your thing baby girl whatever you think that that means okay um, so <laughs> we went to Billy B's and the kids had a fucking blast. Bella, my oldest twin had the ball of them all. I ain't even going to lie. That little girl is so fearless. They all are, but she really just don't give a fuck. Like Shorty was throwing herself down the slide backwards. She, at one point in time in the ball pit area, I don't know how she did this. She, <laughs> she threw two balls up in the air jumped up kicked her feet forward and landed on her butt 
and was laughing. I said, you're going to break your fucking tailbone. Like, you're going to break your tailbone. Like, we lost Shorty about five times, which I know Billy Bees is pretty, like, they have that whole, like, setup system where you can't really, like, go too crazy on losing your kid in there, hopefully. But we didn't. But she ended up in the ball pit area at one point in time. So I'm watching her play, watching her play. She got so pooped. Shorty went and sat in the corner, put her thumb in her mouth, and fell asleep. And I'm like, yo, you are having too much fucking fun, you know? So what I love is that it was over down by the Disney Anaheim area. So um, Cheesecake Factory was literally a walking distance away, and... It, it was just, it's just a perfect family area. Everything over there. They have so many restaurants, the city walk area. And even though, like, if you don't feel like, if you're not going to Disney, there's still bowling, um, Billy Bees for the kids. There's still so much shit that you can do over there that um, it still makes it worthwhile so much. But my two cents. Oh, sorry. My two cent topic for the week is for the parents. Y'all, 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 y'all. And I'm not talking about just any parents. I'm specifically talking about, um, I'm not even going to really include black dads in this. This is the one time black dads where y'all really do get y'all praise because y'all was up there with them kids ripping and running, sliding and slipping and doing the goddamn thing. So shout outs to y'all. A lot of y'all black mamas, y'all, y'all was sitting there like y'all was waiting for fucking Roscoe's to open. For you to see that Roscoe's. Y'all was sitting there like y'all was waiting for fucking endless crab legs at the buffet. Y'all was sitting there like y'all was at the motherfucking DMV. I wouldn't even say that because y'all was too cute to be at the DMV. Like y'all, and then on top of that, y'all was like, there's different levels of cute, right? So even like right now, this is kind of something similar to what I had on that day, but I had on like a similar top, like a white like tank top and um, workout shorts and a baseball like a baseball cap. Y'all in there with the halter hoochie tops, the booty shorts, the fucking skin tight jeans where you can't even rip and run and climb up there yo when i mean y'all ass had to hurt from sitting your ass hurt more from sitting on that hard ass bench than it would have been up there climbing and, and ripping and running with your kids yo and as a kid i would think like i would want my mama down the slide applauding for me and i'm not to say like some of y'all had older kids cool but yo you need to be supervising your older kids and checking in on them and see what the fuck they're doing because it'd be their badasses that are getting cursed out by mothers like me who are trying to protect their little ones you know what i'm saying like it's just it's just giving like what like i understand you want to um let them tie themselves out. They can tie. They'll be tired if you have fun with them, too. Like, if you if they partake, I promise you they'll still. You ain't going to slow them down. They'll have more fun. They'll probably be more tired. So I just don't like. I just think that, like, we got to stop f- fulfilling these stereotypes. And it's just like, you know, like, I understand, like, kids are tiring. If anybody un- exhausting, I get it. If anybody understands, baby girl, it is me. I fucking get it. But. At the same time, you just got to, like, suck it up for that hour or two and just partake in what the fuck is going on, you know? Like, I just I just think that um, 
I just think just sitting there and just letting these kids do whatever, that's when accidents happen. That's when they get lost. That's just when they get cursed out by somebody mama like me. And um, why go through all of that? Like, why even why even go through all of that? Just go up there, be with your kids, and know what the fuck is going on around them, you know? So um, I want to get into a song for the week well one of my my just you know sometimes that my first song is kind of like my mood i like to play a song in the middle of the song in the beginning i'm trying to think from this omarion album what do i want to um play um let me see here we go youtube you know how that go This is Unbothered by Omarion, yo. Out your life and stay unbothered. Just stay unbothered by the bullshit, y'all. And let all that shit move around. Move around. You ain't got time for it. You ain't got time for it. This, this, this is a new week. 
Let all the bullshit go and let all the good shit flow, right? Cause ain't nobody got time for that. Hey, ain't nobody got time for that. Mercury is finally out of micro braids and we are feeling a lot better. I think I ain't the only one. I think a lot of us was dealing with a lot of the ghettoness of uh fucking retrograde because it was giving hella, hella, hella fucking ghetto. Um I had a rough one, y'all. I ain't even gonna tell y'all a lie. Me and my man was arguing like crazy. I just I just felt like everything was either like it just felt like it was a lot of clarity. It felt like there was a lot of conversations that needed to be had that were had. And it just really feels like a like a deep rain happened. And now a lot of things just feel a lot more cleansed and clear. And I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Yeah, um, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I really do feel like that was super ghetto. But my girl, the hood healer, was telling me that the Jupiter retrograde is really the one that we need to worry about and just stay aligned, y'all. And if you don't believe in that stuff, that's perfectly fine. But I just am somebody who feels like you can't believe in one without believing in the other. And that's just, that's just me, you know, the universe and God kind of align with one another you know they work hand in hand if anything so just put the good out into the world but you know it's the same thing energy karma all of that stuff is just all it's all cohesive with one another so just put good stuff out into the world so you can get that shit back and when the bad shit comes back to you be expect don't don't be shocked me when i do fucked up shit and the fucked up shit comes back to me i ain't too shocked i gotta been saying sometimes i ain't shit and most times i'm cool with it You know, I'm just like in this phase in my life where there's some old ways about myself that I kind of want to bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. It's hard to get when the backgrounds and get my, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to bring some of them ways back. They just got sugar. I, I feel like I'm a, like, I was doing this like, you know, let me not be a bitch thing. And it's not that I'm like, I was a super bitch before. It's just that I was really, I don't give a fuck before. And I think that's one thing about myself that I really want to bring back is that real, I don't give a fuck aspect about shit is because I don't want to, I think it's very, um, it's very, very, very much ghetto. And, um, I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that, you know? So, um, some things I just want to, I just want to brush off. I've been brushing off a lot of shit, but I'm going to be super brushing off shit. But let's get into some things this week. I want to talk about, what do I want to talk about? What I want to talk about? Oh, God. Oh, I got to damn about this motherfucker. So, I just want to say this. I am no Dr. Umar, like, fucking caper. It's a running joke between Lanisha and I that just because of what he stands for and the shit that I stand for sometimes can be aligned. Am I as extreme as Dr. Umar? I don't believe so. But I do stand for shit for the betterment of black people. Do 
will all of my shit align with the betterment of black people? Probably not, but I'm fucking human. But you know, I know where my heart is. It's just that I think I see us as great. I don't see us. I always say our stories don't end with, don't begin with slavery for me. It begins with us being the kings and queens of the fucking motherland and the mecca of humanity. Um, so my perceptions are a little bit different. Like I'm not, I'm never on some, like seeing us as less than I'm always for seeing us as being greater than greater than, and then some, you know, so that's always my perception and my, my perception is my reality. So for me, my perception of black people is that we're absolutely phenomenal, but there are things that we do need to work on, you know, to become even better than that. So, um, I just am at a space where I just want, oh, but back to what I was saying is Dr. Umar got caught up talking to some white girl in the Jersey and a mall in Jersey. If y'all have ever been on Clubhouse and actually hear Dr. Umar talk, that man got a lot of bullshit that he come with, okay? He come with a lot of baby daddy drama. He he got baby mommy drama, a lot of it. He come with a lot of shit that, you know, is detrimental. <laughs> is detrimental to the black community. That shit that you were frowned upon, you know what I mean? He come with a lot of excuses. He be in and out them child support courts. He do a lot of shit. However... I'm no Dr. Umar Stan. He was talking to that non-African woman. You think he can get caught? I think one of his baby mothers is like white or something. Like he, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't foreign to them waters. Ooh, sorry y'all. He ain't foreign to them waters at all. Like at all. So ain't nothing, ain't nothing too surprising. Um, so that's all I want to say is leave me alone about Dr. Umar and his non-African uh, boo that he was talking to at the Cherry Hill Mall. He he was trying to, but why are you buying incense and stones from a white woman? I'm just mad confused about that. Like, shouldn't your shouldn't your African dollars be going elsewhere, sir? And was she was she selling them from you off an app, Papa? Because I don't know, it was given. It was given. Baby, where's your number? Forget it, here goes my number. Forget it, you don't need my number. Cause we're gonna buy <laughs> We're gonna jungle fever tonight. <laughs> That's what it was given. Cause we gonna jungle fever tonight. So leave me alone about Dr. Umar. I want to get into more important things before I head out of here. Um, I want to talk about some shows that recently either wrapped up or just started. So the show that just wrapped up for me that I just watched the season finale of is Grey's Anatomy. Oh, but I know that Grey's Anatomy, they never could go off. But I just feel like so much happened in this season finale. So from Meredith doing that fucking dangerous ass surgery, um, Bailey quitting because the residency program got shut down, and Meredith just doing what the fuck she wants. They all just stressing my girl Bailey out. I never felt bad for Bailey a day in my life until, like, this season. Um, But... 
Um, also, well, plus I, Catherine, don't got cancer anymore, so I'm happy about that. My girl. Um, um, what else happened? Oh, Owen and Teddy are on the run because Owen pretty much was doing assisted death for veterans and assisted suicide for veterans, excuse me. But it wasn't legal where he was, and it, it was just it, like you're literally a murderer. You know what I mean? You're a murderer. Um, and so one of the soldiers came to the hospital, and he wanted him to do that for his wife. And he was like, you know, I can't do that. Teddy, Teddy being, you know, uh, Teddy, 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 with the worst moral fucking compass, is trying to tell him like, no, Owen, you can't do that. Nigga, I already started. I already fucking started. So now I'm here. Now I'm here. He's saying that he's gonna fucking report me. He's saying that he's gonna do this in the door. I gotta kill his wife. The only answer is I gotta kill his wife. Like I literally have to kill his wife. Like my only option is to kill his fucking wife. And she's like, no, we're not doing it for you, sir. He's like, if you don't kill my wife, if you don't help me kill my wife. I'm going to report you guys, and then you're going to be fucking done. So Teddy's like, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We can help you with this, but we're not fucking, we're not doing that. So he went, he snitched, and now these motherfuckers are on a plane to who God knows where. It's given Mexico, but they, Owen, he, you know, he his skin don't look like he can handle too much sun. Seattle is a perfect, perfect place for him. Um, now they're on the run. Maggie and her man it are not fucking working out because his bro- weird ass, bro- weird ass, fine ass brother comes into town making shit all fucked up because he's a fucking medical uh, con artist. Um, yo, them having that blood shortage and the fucking blood, of course, how, like yo, first of all, that's fucking disgusting. Who's gonna clean up all this blood out the street? That that's literally disgusting. They the the truck that had the blood. Uh, blood bank and it crashes in the rain and washes all the blood away um what else fucking happened link and joe gonna end up doing what the fuck they do that was that whole story with the guy with the cancer i was so happy he got to see his baby for the the, the five six seven eight nine ten seconds that he got to see his baby it's just a great show i don't care what anybody says about Grey's and that but it is one of those shows that like it's hard for me. Like, I can never go back and start, like, from the beginning and rewatch the episodes. It's kind of like I already, it's like a, a survivor thing. Like, you already got this far. Like, I can never go, like, I already did that. Like, it's a, it's a mission. It's like a badge of honor. Like, you already did that. Like, Avatar, that movie Avatar, that shit was, like, five hours long. And it's like, I would, ne- I would never go rewatch that again. What else? There's other fucking shit like that. Um... Stranger Things. Stranger Things was fucking phenomenal, but it's not something that I could go rewatch again. Like the episodes are mad long. Like uh, even for a Netflix show, like the episodes can range anywhere from an hour to two hours of fucking episodes. So I already did that. Like this season was so far is really good because they still have part two coming out on July 1st. So um I can't wait for that to pop out, but, um, yeah, there's certain shit, like, once you watch it, it, you can't really go watch it again, it's like, you already did, I don't even see myself, like, Power, I, I can't see myself re-watching Power from the beginning, I don't see myself re-watching that show from the beginning at all, there are some shows, like, P-Valley, I watched a zillion times, and we gonna get into that, we gonna get into that, because we back at the pink, motherfuckers, we back at the pink, but I'm saving the best for last, because there's songs from season one soundtrack that I wanna play, 
Um, but um, what's I gonna say to y'all? So we went back. Uh, the, yeah, those are the shows that the shows like that I just could never like watch again. It's kind of like a dub. Like I did it; it was great, but sorry, not again. Never watching again. NWA. <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. I could probably watch this week. For, uh, straight out of Compton. That that's a great rewatchable movie. What are some of y'all rewatchable movies? I want to know that from y'all. Um, we'll put that in the thing because like my favorite like rewatchable movies of all time. Like what do I what am I go to? So it depends on my mood. So I would give something like like I said, uh, straight out of Compton. I could rewatch. Um, you got served. I could always rewatch. Um. Mean Girls, I could always rewatch Friday at the next Friday, next um next all the Fridays that that's always a go. Um, what else is rewatchable? I like the dumb shit, like not another team movies, like those are great, like weekend week weekender movies, you know. Um, Bird Box is actually a good movie to rewatch. Like I like rewatching Bird Box. Like I might go rewatch that. Um, what else? A Quiet Place is a good rewatchable movie. Um, All About the Benjamins. Um, what else? I like the Are We There? Yes, I think I just love anything with Ice Cube in it. Is, is rewatchable. I love a good Ice Cube. Anything Ice Cube, I'm rewatching that. All Ice Cube movies are mad rewatchable. Ooh, but I do like the like the um Johnson's Family Reunion. Um. Uh, Best Man Holiday is a great rewatchable movie. What else is super rewatchable? Po- Poetic Justice is super rewatchable. I ain't even gonna lie. Juice, um, Paid in Full. Um, there's mad of them, but there's some movie that's just like you. I don't want to see that shit right now. Like I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit right now. Like White Man Can't Jump. I don't want to see that shit right now. Um. There's there's those movies that's just like turn that shit the fuck off. Like don't about don't about what oh oh fucking neighbors. I love that movie. Um there's 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 a lottery. I love you, man. Have you never seen I Love You Man? Go watch that. Paul Rudd is underratedly mad hysterical. He's so underrated. He's fucking underrated. Adam Sandler movies have mad rewatch values as well. Like they're fucking hilarious, yo. Oh my God. The longest, the longest yard. Um Grown Ups, I fucking love Grown Ups too, yo. Grown Ups 2 is fucking hilarious. That's one of my favorite movies. I ain't even gonna lie. That should be having me in fucking tears. But did y'all see ladies? I know ladies. Did you see Real House of Dubai? Bitch, they came the fuck through. I think this might be one of my favorites. They came through with the looks. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. All the black girls was swirling out there. They was swirling, but I love, I don't really know a lot of their names, but the girl who is of Jamaican descent, she's probably my favorite right now. The other black girl is hella, they, all the black girls was given in different ways. The model girl was given bad bitch. I'm a, I'm a bad bitch. Don't ever question it. And she, you know, you could tell she's, she's going to be in the Kenyas, the Ninis and the, the Marlowe's and that kind of realm of, you know, 
housewives, the Teresa's, she's going in there. Um, the other divorced um, black girl, I love her shadiness. I love her messiness. I love her super valley girl accent that's just given. Like, I have this accent, but I'm messy as fuck, so don't forget it fucked up, you know? So, um, whatchamacallit? Give me one second. Um, I also love how the Jamaican girl, her kids have all different accents, and they're all so adorable. The the older, the elder white lady that um, I gotta get their names. I'm sorry, I didn't really. I, I, this week it was a lot, yo. But um, I love her little boy toy that she got. Um, people was giving her shit like, oh, they're fake, they're whatever. Whatever is for her is working. Um, and that's just that. That that, that That's all that re- really matters for her, in my opinion, is that that shit is working for her and she's having a good-ass time. But um, I, I, I think this is going to be good. Andy found a good one. I wonder how much it is costing him to go shoot that shit out in Dubai. God damn. But it is definitely... Uh, it is definitely going to be a season that I think is going to be worth the messiness, the drama. It's giving. It's giving. But, you know, I just don't want them to be trying too hard first season. You know, like, don't do too much. Give, give. And don't, don't, just, just don't, don't do too much. You know, I, I want them, I want them to be themselves. I don't want them to overly try to sell it, you know. But you know how first season goes. So I feel like that's what it might give, but um, and that's what it was given a little bit so far. But other than that, I'm really, really digging it. You know, I'm excited for when Potomac comes back on Atlanta. I have to catch up with it today or sometime over the next couple of days. I'm not too disappointed in it. Drew is definitely bringing a lot of the drama, and but you know, nobody wants to really. You, marital marital issues you don't really want to be like the forefront of shit you know what I mean so that's kind of it's fucked up that that's like what I feel everyone is looking forward to see but what the fuck are you gonna do this is what you sign up when you do these shows man this is exactly what you sign up for when you do these shows so um I'm super excited to see Real Housewives are given. I'm try. I've been trying to watch that Kardashian shit on Hulu, but I'm kind of just like I don't know. I'm not really invested at all. Like I'm not re- like I, now. There was like, why are we watching y'all go to the gas station? Like, bitch, I can drive and see y'all do that later. You know, it's just fucking stupid. Like I don't know. It it's just a lot. And I just thought it was fucked up how they didn't have Courtney's kids there for when they got married and Travis. They're just fucking creepy. It just seems like like you found, like this nigga's a vampire. I don't know. Like I like affection and I adore affection, but there's certain levels, there's spectrums to that shit. And he's definitely on the weird ass end of the spectrum of it, you know. So uh, you do see a lot of hurt in Scott and like how this shit is affecting him. And I feel bad, but at the same time, boy, you had your chance to get this shit right. But I do think that they did promise him a lot like you're always be your family you'll always be this blah 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 and so like he's really taking a lot of that shit to heart and um yeah it's fucked up but they should have had her babies there for sure especially mason is old as fuck now so 
also another two cents y'all gotta chill out with how y'all dressing these little girls kim and kim lil kim and kim kardashian like slow down they're fucking little girls like the kitten heels uh um fucking little kim had her daughter and damn near so kate's you know what i mean the crop tops and the tight ass pants they're babies these kids ain't even 10 yet like just simmer the fuck down like stop making your kids so fucking grown it's never that fucking deep like it's weird as fuck to me. I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks that that shit is weird as fuck? Y'all, y'all let me know in the comments. Y'all let me know in the fucking comments. But before we get into P-Valley, I want to just talk about the most annoying fucking cartoons. Most annoying cartoons that I want y'all to wrap up. Cancel Dora the Explorer. Cancel Pe- Peppa Pig. Cancel motherfucking Cow You. And cancel Max and fucking Ruby. All of these cartoons can fucking go. There's plenty more that I want to list. And y'all had some like Miles from the Spidey Universe and all that shit like that. Y'all had, y'all had some that I, it was on my thing yesterday. I did this episode yesterday as well. So like it's just. It's all over the place, y'all. But your girl's trying to be consistent with this motherfucking content. But uh, that Gabby's dollhouse can fucking go. Elmo can fucking go. Mickey Mouse and his whole motherfucking clubhouse can go. All these voices are driving me up the fucking wall. And y'all parents know what I'm talking about. Like, I need y'all. I need y'all to figure out some way to, like, give us, like, some type of sound. Some type of sound. Some, I don't know. Like, uh, like, can we drown out the kid? There has to be a way to drown out the, the kid voices. There got to be a way because I'm just so fucking over it. Like, meow, 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 meow. I, I don't want to hear another meow. Like, and I hate cats. So that makes it even fucking worse. Um, But, y'all, y'all know where we headed this week. You know where we got back to this week. We got back to the motherfucking pink, y'all. So let's get let's get let's get this queued up. First of all, I don't I don't want y'all to sleep because Pete Valley actually got a fire ass soundtrack that I be using for the gym when I work out. I ain't even gonna tell you a lie. Um, but where do we get back to, y'all? One, two, hey. Hey. We was back at the pink, y'all. Hey. My favorite uncle was back. Yo, we back at the motherfucking pink, y'all. I was so excited for P-Valley to come on this week. And what I love is that being on the West Coast, we get it at y'all time on the East Coast. So I was able to watch it Thursday night at like 9 p.m. And oh my God. Where do I start? Like, first of all, am I the only one that wanted fucking Tyler Pay Diamond to yoke me up for not wearing a mask? Because I wasn't wearing a mask, Baba. You could do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. I ain't got one on either. I ain't got one on either, Baba. Come on. Come on. Right here. Right here. 
right here, right here, right there. Just here, like that. Okay, yeah. He is a beautiful fucking man, and I'm tired of y'all saying that he look like Drake because he fucking don't. Drake do not look like that. I'm sorry to tell you, Drake Drizzy. Kiki, you don't look like that. I'm so sorry to tell you. You don't, Papa. You don't look like that. Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. But it was so good to have them back. And I feel like all the men's from the Bee Valley, um, him and Lil Murder came back looking the fuck good. I ain't going to. Can, can we? Can we? Can we stop? Like, why? Why? Stop making them like that. Oh, I guess everybody gotta have them have somebody, you know. I guess I guess I would want, you know, everybody like a thug. I guess everybody in the communities and and and, and not in the communities uh, like a thug, you know. So, little murder, like they said, came back looking quarantined and thick. Um, my favorite, my second favorite uncle, Uncle Clifford, came back with the re 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 opening and he's coming back he might be running for mayor like what's what we doing uncle clifford i would be here i would vote for if i lived in chuckalisa city i would definitely vote for uncle clifford for mayor that's for sure i'm sad that um the mayor died dr burke he, oh, that's another Grey's anatomy uh alumni um uh, i don't know what they're gonna do once this pink open back up is miss Am I crickleta crickleta? I coming back to the pink. They don't want her back at the pink, but I feel like she's gonna try to come back to the motherfucking pink. Um, what else? I'm interested to see the music this season because the day songs be bumping, especially if you like if you don't mind like if you don't mind that southern drill, that southern trap shit. Um anything else? What else I wanna say from the episode? I don't wanna give too much away because if you didn't see it. Um, yeah, I try to give a little bit of leeway before I do too many spoilers. Um, I think, uh, dude and, and, uh, yellow bone going to be boning again and doing all the things again. They can't stay away from each other. Um, I love grandmother how she was like, take that shit off, take that shit off your face, take that shit off your face. And I love how they incorporated quarantine and what they did to keep their business afloat during quarantine. That car wash, it was fire. Um, it just all was given. I love it. I love the accents. I love the fits. I love I love just the environment. I'm interested to see how Mercedes handled her mama this season. I'm interested to see it all. You see how the pandemic affects her with her dance uh her dance uh gym and what she's trying to do with the girls. Like it's just all given and I'm excited to see what they do during the second season. And I'm I'm happy they don't give it all to us at once because I would have already been done with here telling y'all the whole fucking tea of the show from top to bottom, from top to motherfucking bottom. So I'm excited to see what we what they given us this season because that second season budget is always looking lovely. I'm excited to see where the storyline goes. I'm excited to see Uncle Clifford's fit. Do y'all really not think that they got Uncle Clifford like on the drawing board, the dude from um the devil from the Powerpuff Girls? I think he was definitely on the mood board for Uncle Clifford. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I think he was definitely on the mood board for Uncle. Remember him, the devil from Powerpuff Girls, and he just said all that flurry shit on. I think that was the first like kind of like, you know, transgender that we saw y'all he was putting us on before we knew he was out there i wonder if y'all if they applaud him in the in the community i feel like he should be applauded he he was he was he was a pioneer he was a pioneer shout out to y'all but 
I got. I ain't gonna be running my mouth on here too much longer because I said I, if I'm doing two episodes, I do want to kind of keep them down to about an hour. But YouTube, I'm about to play some music for the crowns. I don't want to. Uh, do I want to play? I got. I'm gonna leave you on one P Valley song, and then I want to play. Um, let me just give y'all a little vibe, you know, before before y'all head out for the week. You give y'all a little vibe, you know. But YouTube, thank you so much. I love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Um, follow me on Instagram at you ready B underscore underscore and at two since later podcast. Oh my god, I'm gonna get this uh announcement together for this um contest very soon it's going to be two contests one is going to be a giveaway it's going to have some eddies in there it's going to have um candles bath bombs or, or a whole little vibe that one basket is gonna, that one contest is about to giving you a vibe right you're going to get a vibe with that one. And the rules is going to be real simple. You're going to follow me and you're going to follow the podcast page, right? Then you're going to post this post that I'm going to make about the contest, right? And you're going to tag like two or three of your friends in that shit. And then that's how you enter. Once I see that you did that shit, you entered into the motherfucking contest. Then have them do the same thing with two of their friends. You could be included in that. And then they entered into the motherfucking contest. And then by July, like... Fourth, Fourth of July, brrr, I'm going to be announcing who the motherfucking winner is. Then, and after that contest happens, in the summer, I want a summer of the song contest. So, all y'all artists that be putting out music and all that good shit, I want y'all to send me y'all song. The fans, the listeners are going to vote on which song got them shaking their ass the most, got them wanting to throw back tequila shots the most, got them wanting to casa me go to his house. Um... To do all of that, you know? Um, then I'm trying to figure out. I think there's going to be like a dollar, dollar bill, y'all, prize to that. Dollar, dollar bill, come get her. I'm not doing that. I'm done with the club. This I, I'm done with the club for a little bit. That shit was exhausting. I don't know. The shit was a lot. A lot of fucking energy and personality that I just want the fuck off of me right now. But I got to go. I got to get the fuck up out of here. I ain't, I'm playing myself. Um, But let me play these songs for y'all. YouTube, like, subscribe, do all that good shit, comment, leave me a rate, reviews. All that, all that, all that, all that, all that, all that, all that. I love y'all. Bye. All right, what y'all want to hear? I mean, I'm not. Let me just play the song that I wanted to um play. Let's get let's get this going, y'all. This is Aaliyah Hot Like Fire. I'll, let me just play this regular shit. Y'all probably don't want to hear all that uh, P-Valley shit. Y'all stay positive this week, y'all.
the beginning of the week at least if you take one thing off your list today you did something bitch stay motivated stay positive stay focused stay driven and fuck all that extra shit have a good day y'all I'm gonna get up out of here I'm wrapping this up and I got some things to do. It's, it just feels like a very, very exciting, exciting week. And I just know a lot of good things are coming. My mantra is if I've already claimed it, it's mine. And that's just it. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back Thursday and that's just that on motherfucking that, y'all. I love you. You should love you. And I'll see you soon. Bye. It's the cream of the crop. I got green, I got drop. Swear I only fought the once, but she feed in the lot. They return to Mecca Valley like I'm speaking the pot. They return to Mecca Valley like I'm speaking the pot.